All right, all right, all right. You know what time it is. We back again, baby. The Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah. We got two-thirds of greatness going on right here. Your boy Julian is here. James is back. Say what's up, James. What up? And as you could tell, Brandon is not here. Uh, I don't know where he's at. I don't know why he's not here. But I do know that in the two leagues that James... Brandon and I are in together. He has not won a game yet, so I don't think he wants to show his face. With that being uh, said, we're going to move on through the season. We like to talk about is this news or is this nothing? And then also give some advice on what to do waiver wire wise, how to care about your team, trades, things like that. Our first segment, again, at the end of week three, news or nothing. It's news or nothing and in re- regards to we need to have Chuba Hubbard uh, long-term because Christian McCaffrey does have a sense of getting hurt. And we recorded our last podcast Thursday right before CMC got hurt at, during the game. Uh, do we need – if you are a CMC owner, do you need to trade for Chuba Hubbard? Do you need to try to get Chuba Hubbard? Or is it not a big deal? Is it nothing? CMC will be back soon. What do you think, James? So I – you know, and – here's my take and you know what I'm about to talk about. I, I, I consider him one of the two hex twins, the other hex twins playing Kamara's still playing. I, I mean, you know, and he's, he's doing well. So, okay. We'll, we'll put him aside for now, but Gaffrey's a hex. He's one of the hex twins and, and they, they're requiring so much of him um, in that offense. He's bound. He's bound to be injured. Um, he's bound to miss a handful of games. Um, as of right now, uh, they're not going to place him on IR. So there's no real right. telling how many weeks he's going to miss. But um, to trade for Hubbard, careful, because right. it depends on what you're trading. You know, at the end right. of the day, if you can get him for a McCole Hardman and a Tyler Higby. And a slice of bread, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, peanut butter, you're good to go. But, yeah, but, I'm with so, you. So, um, yeah, but if, if you have McCaffrey and you didn't jump on him, jump on Hubbard. Right. Missed. So, so th- there are a couple things I want to talk about here. Uh, one, James, I'm giving you your flowers. If we go back to, I don't know, episode five-ish, you brought up somebody, Chubba Hubbard, somebody you should have this year, a sleeper. We talked about sleepers. Whatever episode that was, you were the one that mentioned Chubba Hubbard. We're like, no, he's not going to do anything. You said Chris McCaffrey will get hurt. I came back and said, listen, we don't predict, we don't predict people to get hurt. You're like, I predict this guy gets hurt. <laughs> and, and he's hurt now. And Chubba Hubbard is a must-own in every league, an absolute must-own. Uh, Brandon's got a shot against me in our main league this week because he was first in the waiver wire, given his uh, him being the only team to not win a game. And he picked up Chubba Hubbard. It's playing him against me. Now, with that so- being being said, I only think Chubba Hubbard is around for about two weeks. If you if CMC was going to be gone for three weeks at least, they throw him on IR. CMC's 100% out this week. I think odds are he's out next week. So if you have him, stick it out. He's still the best player in fantasy. You're going to be okay. Uh, try to try to weather the storm. Uh, one thing, uh, if you are a CMC owner. Stick, stay tuned because we're going to talk about waiver wires at the end of this, after we talk about some injuries and the get through our news or nothing segment. And just uh, 
in ESPN leagues, Trevor Hubbard is only owned in 72.5% of the leagues. That's ridiculous. Wow. There's other, those other leagues must be six man leagues or something because it, no, no common sense having a fantasy league where you have at least a few bench spots. Should you not have Chubba Hubbard? So everybody's got a, everybody's got a McCole Hardman on their bench where they could drop for a must play in Chubba Hubbard. Right. So, all right, moving, moving on from that one, Justin Fields, a guy that we all like, he's a Buckeye like James and I, uh, he, I said probably 18 fantasy points. I thought he was going to run his butt off, but like physically run. I knew the Browns would, would beat up on him, but did not expect what happened. James news or nothing. People can drop Justin Fields at this point. I think that's nothing. I, I, I mean, I don't know which ways up or down with that question, but I, I wouldn't drop him. I wouldn't so drop long him. ways and sideways. You can go any way you like here. Yes, I just, I just wouldn't drop him. I, I I would definitely keep him. If you have him right now, um, keep him. He's only owned in 45% of the leagues. And, and we're always talking ESPN here, guys. I don't play – I don't have any Yahoos or any other, you know, uh, at a, uh, fantasy league. So, um, he's, he's owned in less than half of the leagues. Um, but, dude, his upside's heavy. You know, at the end of the day, they get that, that – uh, Montgomery is a top five back right now. You know, and, and, and believe me, and, and I'll be the first to eat crow because I talk smack about that guy. That guy legit ruined my life one year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So at the, at the end of the day, he's running heavy. And um, that's only going to open up the offense. That's only going to open up um, downfield runs for Justin, some downfield throws for Justin. So keep your eye on Justin Fields. I'm not selling yet. I'm not selling Justin Fields yet. However, I will remind everyone, that we spoke about the Browns defense last week and I started them in four leagues. I won three of those four games. Um, I lost one um, due to some mumbo jumbo we could talk about later, but I only lost by three points, uh, but their, their defense crushed them. And, and, yeah. and in a rookie's first start guys look for the, I don't care what defense it is. I don't care if it's the worst defense in the world in a rookie quarterback's first start. Look at that D let alone a defense like the Browns that has the potential to do some damage. Miles it, it, Garrett, four and a half sacks, six total sacks, dude, come on. Yeah, broke the franchise record. That was a big part was their potential. I drafted Browns D in two or three of my leagues, but they weren't doing anything. So now, now that this week they finally came alive, they finally started gelling. Jadavion learned how to play with Miles, and man, are they dangerous. Sex. But, but I, yeah, but I uh I I dropped them in the leagues that I drafted them because oh. weeks one and two like oh man they're they're not doing what I was hoping they, they would. They played KC. They played KC and um, who was week two? The Houston. Barn, Houston. Barn against Houston. You're Dude, right. come You're on. Right. That was, that was weird. That was That's weird. what did it for me. Was 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 week two? They didn't look good against the Texans. Even when Tyrod went out, they still didn't look good. That's right. when I dropped them. And they proved me wrong. So I, I I really think it took time for them to get that chemistry and that rookie quarterback gave it to them. So uh, the leagues that I can get them back, I'll try. But uh, uh, to that point, I played, I played the Raiders defense in all four leagues. And for the first time ever in my life, I lost in four leagues in the same week. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, you know, what? I'm breaking ground, which is, which is always nice, but not in the way I wanted to. Okay. A, a, a few other, a few other ones to get to Gronk. Gronk is hurt, but he's still a top tight end. Uh, if you got Gronk, are you more or less, are you, it's a two-parter. Are you looking for a backup tight end? And if so, are you looking, is, should you be looking for the backup tight end for Tampa Bay? since Tom Brady is the number one quarterback in fantasy right now. So we didn't hear your take on fields, by the way, but, but I'll give you my take. On oh, 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 okay. Backtrack real quick. Uh, yes, you can drop fields. I don't think he's going to start much. He, he, that line is not capable of protecting him. I'm not saying fields won't be an NFL player. It might not, he may be around for the next 10 years, but that line in Chicago right now, cannot protect him and yes i think you should i think we were all wrong about justin fields he is not going to be a, a fantasy asset this year breaking news tyler um uh t higgins is out officially for this week uh, who is that t higgins t, oh, t higgins. oh yes out. yes t higgins right so he was doubtful going into today i just left he's out um okay. but yeah Tom. so i'm saying the the bucks tight end should you look? For, should you look for OJ Howard? Should you look for somebody else? Hey, if if your only tight end was Gronk and you pick up uh, OJ Howard, um, not a bad play. I Is OJ Howard you. playing? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. So, but here's what I would suggest: owned in only seventy-eight point eight percent of the leagues, and he probably was a waiver wire scoop. We'll talk about that later this week. Is Tyler Higby? I own him in a couple leagues and I had him as a backup, uh, but he is a good pickup right now because um, I mean, he scored 15 points last week and that's why he got the waiver wire push. But um, if you had Gronk and you got a chance to get Tyler, I would put Gronk on your bench and I would pick up Tyler Higby. I'd pick up Tyler Higby over OJ Howard um, because I feel like Tyler Higby is going to become a, a bigger part of that offense because he needs to be. I, I agree. If you're looking for tight end, other options, Robert Tunyon is, has been dropped in a lot of leagues and Aaron Rodgers is starting to look like the Aaron Rodgers before the man bun. So that could, that's a, not a bad play. And also Tyler Conklin from Minnesota, Kirk cousins is on fire. Kirk cousins is the next one. I want to uh, get to James news or nothing. Kirk cousins is a top QB one right now because he's QB four throughout fantasy uh, standards. He's right now QB4. News or nothing that Kirk Cousins may finish in the top five this year in quarterbacks. Man, I'm fancy with that question, but good question. Um, he's playing He's playing lights out. He's, he's, got some, he's got some players to throw balls to. And, um, you know, even with, uh, even with uh, Dalvin out, still played a good game. So... Yeah. Um, Madison, but come on. I mean, Madison's a viable backup. Madison's a great backup. A I, great started him, I started him in two leagues. Um, I'm contemplating dropping him in one of them. Uh, but, um, but you never know. You never know. Cause Dalvin could be the third hex twin. You never know. He's not a big boy. <laughs> See, and and, out of him. and the, the hex twin, when you mentioned it to me, I thought you meant CMC and Dalvin cook. I don't, I don't think of Calvin, Alvin Kamara as, an injury prone guy, but Dalvin I, Cook, I absolutely do. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's injury prone either. And neither was, uh, neither was CMC until last year. 
I just, based on where those offenses are and the expectation in those guys and the size of the guy, I mean, they're my size. They're my size guys. And, you know, they're, you know, they're 180 pounds. I mean, I weigh 180, but they're 180 pound guys that are getting hit by 210 guys that run 434. They're getting smacked and they're getting smacked on a regular running back. It, running, I mean, you saw Kareem Hunt this week, right? So, I mean, running back, not many running backs are built like that. Kareem Hunt's a thick kid. Oh, and, yeah. and, you know, and, and he was running hard. But, dude, those he was getting cracked. I was so happy he was running. I'm Brown Browns fan. But I was so happy he was running that hard. But I was worried he was going to get hurt, to be honest with you, because he was running that hard and getting hit by and talking smack. smacked. And he was getting smacked, too. But he was getting up and – and scoring touchdowns, and- but that's what just to, just to justify why I consider Kamara. It's based on based on the the percentage of time they're going to be looking to give him the rock and the amount of hits he's going to take based right. on his size. That's it. And Dalvin's not a big boy either. Quickest first step in football. He's not a big dude. Fair enough. Hey, news or nothing. Cooper Cup and Mike Williams are the two best wide receivers in fantasy football. From this point forward. So, so I think Cooper Cup is is wide receiver one. And I think he's the wide receiver one in LA altogether. And that's the same question for Mike Williams, though. Is he the so these are two guys that were supposed to be the wide receiver two on their team behind Robert Woods and Keenan Allen? Are they the wide receiver ones on their team now? So I disagree with what you just said about Woods and, and, and Cup because I think that's six in one hand. I mean, I, you can call either one wide receiver one or wide re- receiver two because you know Woods is going to have a game like Cup had last week. But Cooper Cup's a dog, and I think there's some good chemistry there. But, um, but dude, I think uh, Keenan talks a lot. And I think that I think that might be her news chance to get the rock. That's that's it. So I think that's that's news. And I think Williams is definitely the one there because that chemistry is going to continue. So I I look at the Chargers wide receiver situation as I did years ago with Andre Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins. Everybody said DeAndre Hopkins was more talented and bigger, but he kind of had to learn. Kind of had to learn the game. Sure. Sure. And even the people was like, oh, this, this kid, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the one, be the guy. Andre Johnson smoked him the first two years. DeAndre was not D hop that we know that is mm-hmm. going around one and two, his first couple of years in the league when he was with the Texans. Uh, he developed into that guy. And everybody said, Mike Williams has that talent. Even the preseason people talk about Mike Williams is that guy that can, you get him in the 10th round, but he can be a wide receiver one. And Look I took Look at what he's doing. I took him in. Three of my four leagues, I didn't take him in our main league because I thought, man, if this dude does flop, I've t- I've, I don't want it to come back and bite me. Let me get somebody else here. And and obviously, but if you hit gold, you wish you would have done it. So I didn't in that one league. I should have, of course. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. But man, Mike Williams is absolutely positively crushing it. And yes, him and Cooper Cup are absolutely the wide receiver ones on their team. And they, they have been up to this point. They are going forward and I'll even go this much further bold prediction. I think they both finish in the top 12 this year. I think they finish as wide receivers in the top 12 in fantasy this year, both Cooper, as long as they stay healthy, both Cooper cup, and Mike Williams finish that being said, mm-hmm. that being said, if you're listening to this and you could trade for somebody that you thought was going to be a wide receiver one, but you now know 
Uh, it's just it's just not in the cards for him. Trade for that tenth round pick. It will pay you dividends. So Mike Williams last week, probably the week before last, was probably owned in less than fifty percent of leagues, and he is owned oh. in. Yeah, dude. Last app before last week, not not this past Sunday. He was uh, in every week, league I'm in. He's been owned in all of them. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Owned? I've not seen a league where he's not owned. He went I late. Saw him, I saw him the waiver wire in two of my leagues, and uh, that's with why Blue I get fifty percent and week after week two. Okay. He's owned in ninety-five. He's owned in ninety-five uh, percent. Hey, news or nothing? Trey Sermon finally had his breakout week and he's the running back one going forward keep at it hey look i'm high on sermon i'm a buckeye is what it is but uh but keep your eye on the uh the running backs in uh in san fran man they're, they're it's a gamble just say I, I i love some trey sermon but i'm going nothing until i get a consistent performance and elijah mitchell is on the roster and they still get trey sermon more uh more carries i'm not believing he's the guy News or nothing, Emmanuel Sanders is a viable option going forward. He had two touchdowns, crushed this week. He went from wide receiver nothing to wide receiver 26 in full PPR. In full PPR, he had 26 points, five receptions, 94 yards, two touchdowns last week. With Josh Rose, Josh Allen, excuse me. Yeah, well, Allen had a hell of a game, and and, and look. You know, at the end of the day, there's there's a there's a very loud wide receiver one on that team, and he is, um, you know, he's going to get uh, safety shade. He's going to get double teamed, and he's going to have his breakout game. So don't sell digs. But Emmanuel Sanders is not the wide receiver one. Um, he is a viable three, uh, but I, okay, so, I mean, so, so. I wouldn't even go two. I think there's I think there's a lot better talent at two. Than Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is going to do this, and you know it. He's going to have a game like he did this week, and then he's going to dud you next week, probably dud you the week after, and then he'll have another game like that. It so just keeps your eye on matchups. Is he the wide receiver two on his team, or is Cole Beasley? Uh, you know, and it's, it's funny the way it projects against teams, too, and you guys will look at this, and you guys will want to start based on project, projected score, which is not good, but as a rookie, you should – probably look at that. It's a good, a good uh, starting point. Absolutely. Um, I think Emmanuel Sanders um, and Cole Beasley right now are probably even starters. So if you said starter sit, uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley, I, I what it doesn't matter who you pick. I'd agree with you. So I'm um, looking at their projections. Cole Beasley is projected 12.1 this week in full PPR and Emmanuel Sanders projected 12. I'm sorry, 12.1 for Cole Beasley and 10.9 for Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. And, they, so, and they both, and so the, on, on, the on the season, difference? on the season, they have the exact same amount of fantasy points right now. So, so like I said, starter sit, you know, I, I, it's too early to call with, with, with Emmanuel. But again, Emmanuel Sanders is a good receiver to have on your team. He's a good guy to play on that weird bye week where you got a couple cats on bye. Um, he's going to score some points and it looks like, um, they're uh, the way that uh, Allen played last week. If he keeps that running, um, I'm buying all the Bills receivers. So I have two more for you. News or nothing, Josh Gordon is going to be wide receiver two in Kansas City and needs to be owned in all formats. 
There's multiple reasons why I do not even want to talk about this. Um, because I think at one point, Flash was my favorite receiver that ever caught a football. And, uh, yeah, I was there too. I felt that too. <laughs> and he broke my heart so many times. He that, smoked uh, my heart. You see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I hate his guts. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing. He's playing in a high-powered offense. Um, how many how many snaps is he going to see? That remains to be seen. And how many games is he going to play before he, you know, decides to roll another blunt? I don't know. I don't know. You, you don't know, dude. He's such a, such a fishy – he's such a fishy cat. If, if, if you have an open roster slot, like you got a guy out for the season that you haven't dropped yet, cool, pick him up. But I wouldn't run out and buy Josh Gordon. I wouldn't run out and buy him. Yeah, so I kind of feel very similar to you. I, in every league, I have somebody on my team where I'm like, I'm not really going to play this guy unless I'm in a bind. And I'm right now, I'm dro- I dropped that guy in every league I could and picked up Josh Gordon because the potential is there. He's 100% boomer bust. He is a... I look at it very similar to when Antonio Brown played those last few games with the Patriots uh, two years ago, he can come in and, and give you a 15 or 25 points. He can come in, maybe catch a few balls. He can come in and do nothing really, really have no idea. But what I do know is that he's got the best quarterback in the league throwing to him now in the most high powered offense. So with two of the best pass catchers on his team, taking most of the coverage in Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So a guy who is that talented, if he can get close to what he was, he has the potential to, to put some points up. So if, yeah, if you got the spot, if you ask me, you're not going to play, go ahead and roster Josh Gordon. All right. One last one. From this point forward, Michael Carter for the New York JETS can't win a game. Jets, Jets, Jets is a viable flex, flex play. Who? Michael Carter, the rookie running back for the Jets. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, he's he's starting to he'll start to gain he's starting to gain some steam. He'll, that kid will be fine. Um, and if you if you got open flex spot this week, I'm I, I think that's I think I started. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think I'm starting him in a league. Matter of fact, so um, yeah, I would be a, a hypocrite should I say otherwise. Yes, so. He, he's projected to have a pretty good week this week. And uh, Tevin Coleman, as we all expected, is, has been down and hurt like he typically does. He's got that job. The trouble is Zach Wilson needs to learn how to complete a few passes so the box isn't stacked against this. So you got a rookie running back and a rookie quarterback. A quarterback needs to complete some passes in order for that running back to get some space. Uh, but at some point, he's going to get pay dirt. He's going to put some points up. Yeah, I, do, I don't 100% feel that he's a viable flex option right now, but he should definitely be rostered. I think give it maybe a couple more weeks and I'm going to say yes, because the guy's got the potential and he's finally, he's earned the job just like everybody thought he would do. He's, he's the running back one. Now he, he earned the top of the depth chart, but until Zach Wilson can complete some passes, I feel nervous playing anybody trusting anybody or anything. Only thing I like about the jets is I like playing the defense. That's playing the jets. all right all right so but but hold on but but just to let you know um 
I, I just want to add something to that. You know, B mentioned earlier, and I'll, I'll, I'll get, you know, I think this is what B would say in this situation. Um, they do need to pound the ball, and they will uh, in order to create some space. And I think that, uh, um, you know, based on what they've been doing, it isn't working. So, so that, uh, which is trying to create space by throwing the ball. I think they kind of flip that and get back to get back to business on the ground. So, um, I think this week is a decent start for. Uh, I think this week is a decent start against Tennessee, um, and uh, and we'll see. I, I hope so. I hope so. Um, so let's go over the, the, the top guys right now. The top guys in full point PPR formats are Derrick Henry, top running back, Kelsey, top tight end, Cooper Cup, top wide receiver, Tom Brady, top quarterback, Saints defense, top defense, Las Vegas Raiders kicker, top kicker. So th- there are all those. Which ones do you think are have the chance of staying season long? Which one is surprising to you? And which one do you think uh, it's a fluke? Saints defense um, is, is a double. It's a surprising fluke. Um, I think the only the only top um, player you just named that isn't surpri- that is surprising is Cooper Cup. It's the only one. I mean, we all knew he'd do well, but with all the weapons uh, that they have in Los Angeles, for him to be the top wide receiver is surprising. Uh, but that's that's pretty much it. Everybody else, you, we could have made an argument before the season that they'd be the top, right? Right. So I I actually disagree. I think Cooper Cup at full point PPR always was always thought of as going to be a, a wide receiver one, maybe not the one, but a wide receiver one. But if he did finish one with this new quarterback, Matt Stafford, I don't think it's shocking. The shocking one to me is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has not been top guy in fantasy for, for 38 years. It, it, it was his first 15 years in the league, which was now 38 years ago. Was he a fa- relevant top five fantasy play? But now he's number one, and I just I don't see it. At the ripe age of sixty-four, he continues this play. I don't think he does it. But all right. With that being said, uh, Brandon did mention something else, so let's bring it up. Brandon was talking about how I said Jalen Hurts is going to finish as I think I said a top six quarterback. I think that was my my prediction. He finishes in the top half of QB ones this year. And he said, Dak Prescott will finish higher than him. So Dak Prescott is QB 14 and Jalen Hurts is QB six. Even after, and on their Monday performance, the Cowboys smoked the Eagles, but Jalen Hurts still scored more points. Bringing the point up of, it doesn't matter what the team does. We're talking about individual players here. We're talking about fantasy freaking football. Sometimes people have a hard time understanding that. It's not about the team. The Eagles aren't good. They're no good. (laughs) But Jalen Hurts has that extra move of running around, and he's going to get you points. He's outscoring Lamar Jackson this year. Jalen Hurts is having a pretty decent year. Kirk Cousins is also outscoring all these people, which I don't know if I trust Kirk Cousins that far, but if we have Kirk Cousins as a backup quarterback, I'll take it. What, what, what are your thoughts on the whole Dak 
Jalen Hurts, and let's throw Kirk Cousins in there. I mean, I'm like Switzerland. I just, you know, look, look, Dak's going to have a good year, dude. You know he's going to have some better games. He'll probably pass um, Hurts. Um, I do like Hurts as a competitor, though. He's still got that same, um, you know, drive that he did at Bama and Oklahoma. And, and, and you got to appreciate that in, in these young athletes, uh, especially in fantasy, because those guys put up points for you. Um, look at Kareem Hunt this week. You know, so, um, you know, look, I think they finished pretty close, to be honest with you. And I, and, and again, I'm, I'm like Switzerland. I got Dak in a league. I don't have Hurts in any leagues. Um, and I, I don't really care. I mean, hey, if they both keep, if they could, look, I think they both finish. I, I, I could see them both finish in top 10. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's very realistic. Um, hey, news or nothing, time to trade away jo- Jonathan Taylor. Are we trading yeah. away Jonathan Taylor? I think yeah. if you're, I think if you're Jonathan Taylor owner, you need to see what you can get for him. Test the market out. I like it. I, I like testing the market. You know what? As a matter of fact, um, I would actually entertain some trades for Jonathan Taylor in a couple of my leagues that I went <laughs> that I, that I pulled the the no running back draft. Right. Yeah. So I'm super heavy with receivers. Um, but so I would entertain jonathan taylor because i think jonathan taylor still got some juice and marlon mack's gone right but jonathan taylor's just not not getting it done and then another one hold on hold on we we, we talked about him before the season and you liked him i i I like but he's not i didn't i wasn't high on him i had him as like a high-end rb2 but he's not even rb2 he's rb26 right now gotcha but again it's three weeks in it's three weeks in. Does do you, uh, I mean? Do you think? Do you think uh, Cooper Cup finishes wide receiver one? I think he finishes as a wide receiver one, meaning top twelve. Uh, probably not as the number one, but pro- there's a good chance to finish the top six. I mean, th- this pace, the, uh, Stafford's looking like an MVP. But I'm not hey, selling. I'm not selling. I'm not selling JT yet. Are we selling? Anybody on Tennessee's offense other than Derrick Henry? Are we are we trading away Ryan Tannehill at this point? Are we trading away AJ Brown, who's currently wide receiver sixty nine? Are we trading away Julio Jones, who is wide receiver forty six? I think it was. Um, are we are we getting rid of of these? Yeah, forty six. Are we getting rid of these guys and seeing what we can get for it? Because I think I, I, I think I think those I think Julio Jones market tester. You know, I think um, Brown hurt, so not really a market tester based on injury. Uh, and and he's got a hammy too. Uh, uh, Julio's got a hammy issue too. Um, so, you know, I, I I still think Brown turns into. Uh, I think I still think Brown finishes top fifteen. I think Julio probably still finishes top twenty five. Uh, but give that get give that offense time to gel. And bro, if Derrick Henry's running like the king, sorry, dude, they're gonna get the rock. It is what it is. Just get healthy, drink some water, get your electrolytes, keep rocking. You know, I I have AJ Brown in one of my leagues, and I didn't want to take any of them, but I had about eight wide receivers above AJ Brown. I think I've had him ranked as number nine, and I got it got to my pick. Uh, at the end of the second round, when I had the first 
overall pick, I took CMC. And the best wide receiver available was A.J. Brown. So on the same team, I had CMC and A.J. Brown. Needless to say, I lost in that league. My team went off in other areas. So my first round pick gave me five before he went out. My second round pick gave me zero before he went out and A.J. Brown. But Josh Allen gave me, I think, 44 in that league. Um, Mike Williams, who I played, gave me, I think, 33 in that league. So other players went off. I still, I still ended up losing by 12 because I had to combine five points from my first and second round picks. But, the, but, but hey, listen, listen, listen. Don't sell based on injury. Listen, if you'd have sold on Nick Chubb last year, the dude missed leading the league in rushing and missed four games. So, yeah, but, so but, listen, but no, my, my point is Julio and AJ haven't performed at all in Ryan Tannehill. That uh, offense, with the exception of Derrick Henry, has looked atrocious. In that offense, is 15 points a good game for a receiver and a, a, a one-point. And a, a full-point PPR is 15 points? Uh, I, I think I would say that that's, that's, that's doable. Probably I would say more for Probably his projection. That's a boom. So if he where, is, if where, you, where you drafted A.J. Brown, you're expecting a little bit more because you drafted him so high? It, it depends on the matchup, right? So if, 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 if boomer bust is 14.2 points and he goes 14.9, it's a boom. It's a win. Yeah, it's a win. So, so he did that game one. Game two, didn't play as many snaps, did about two-thirds of what he was supposed to do. He did like eight points. Seven, right? seven and full point PPR week two. Okay, and then and then last week injury. So, so it's it's nothing at this point. We'll, we'll see how the season continues. But dude, that offense has got on paper has got some horsepower. And week three is not the week to panic. Just saying, especially with injury. Okay. All right. So what? Uh, let's get into waiver wire, and then we can touch on trades a little bit as well. Uh, cool. If there are any any good trade ideas you'd like. So who on the waiver wire are we looking at? So say you are a CMC owner and you need, let's stick to running back. You need so, a running back. And Chubba Hubbard was grabbed because you had CMC. You already won a couple of games, but you got people like Brandon who hasn't won anything this year and he's first on the waiver wire. So he got Chubba Hubbard. So who else can we look at to try to fill a roster spot right now? Um, I, I like that kid in Philly game well over Miles Sanders um he's he's available in just about every one of my leagues um and, and it looks like they're giving him the rock i mean granted he's he only scored 6.4 for the passing him the rock um he had well they, they, they threw him the rock last week for four for 34 he only had 6.4 but all that tells me is they're going to give him the rock some more um but but let me tell you a quick story about waiver wire and the importance of waiver wire so i i I tried to pick up Chubba Hubbard. Right. As, as, we all, all, as we all should have. All four of my leagues, right? But I'm doing pretty well in all of them. Um, I'm only in first place in one league. And it just so happens to be the league that I drafted one of the Hex Twins against everything I believe in, right? But he was available at two, and I couldn't stop. And it's a full-point PBR, and I couldn't stop thinking about what Julian said. If I have a draft pick and CMC is available, I'm taking him. So literally, that's to, in my head. And it's ringing our head, so I pick him. I pick him up number two. The guy who, who had first uh, pick, picked Derrick Henry. Good pick. Can't argue with him, even in full-point PPR. Yeah. So I grab him. I'm undefeated in that league. I'm, it's the only league I'm in first place. But like I said, I tried to grab Chubba Hubbard in every league. It is the only league I got him in. Now let me tell you about this league. 
I've been in this league eight years. I've won it six times and finished second. Well, this is my eighth year once, right? So I call this my easy money league. Right? Yeah, it sounds but, like it. But the, the uh, crazy uh, thing what, is, what grade are the people in that you play with? <laughs> and they've all been playing fantasy forever. Now, maybe they don't like it as much as I do, but I like taking their money. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. The crazy thing is I even put on our chat Chubba Hubbard waiver wire literally on Monday, like on Monday before you could even attempt. So like I'm giving these guys some nuggets and nobody even moves. So look, if you're, if you're playing fantasy and you're not competitive, stop playing fantasy or, or, or at least stop, just play for free. Stop yeah. buying, buying into money leagues. Don't do that. Because at the end of the day, a guy like me, a shark like me is going to, is going to eat you. And if you can't miss a guy like Chubba Hubbard, you can't miss that. I mean, what's his projection this week? It's like 15 points or something. And the guy's projected to score 15 points as a running back in a PPR league. And, dude, what would CMC be projected to score this week? Probably 17? No, he's projected over 20 every week in full-point PPR. He's projected at least like 22 every week. But this week, uh, this week, Chubba Hubbard's projected 13 in full-point PPR. Still, who who else who else are they gonna who else are they gonna do what they do with CMC? Who else are they gonna run those plays with? He's the guy, right? So so the point behind uh, so all of that being said, if you didn't get Chuba, the next highest on the on the waiver wire, if you're lucky, Michael Carter's there, and he's projected eight point something. Right behind him is his back his backfield uh, running mate Ty Johnson, projected seven point four. But like James said, Kenneth Gainwell, honestly, I think he's a better back than Miles Sanders. He's just he not is. getting, he's just not getting the work. So one thing Brandon and I had to say time and time again to get it through to James was opportunity. Opportunity is what's important. And Kenneth Gainwell, I absolutely think is better running back than Miles Sanders, but he's not quite getting the opportunity yet. I would definitely say roster him if you have the spot. Again, there are a lot of people would be nice to have, but if you only have so many roster spots, uh, he's in, he's on the waiver wire in my league. I would like to have him. I just don't have the space for him right now, but he can go off any week. This week they have Kansas city. They're probably gonna be playing from behind. Kenneth Gainwell, I think is a better pass catching back. So maybe Jalen hurts is dumping off to him. Uh, with, with that. Uh, Royce Freeman is in the backfield with Chubba Hubbard and Chubba Hubbard. If they don't feel comfortable giving Chubba Hubbard that whole load, Royce Freeman's not a terrible pickup. And then uh, we also have uh, think about Mark Ingram or David Johnson. One of them are going to, are, are going to go off because they have uh, Buffalo who's been giving up a good amount of points. So I, I, I don't know which one. And, and then Gio Bernard, Gio Bernard scored a touchdown this week. These are all guys in the waiver wire running back wise. And then uh, don't forget JJ Taylor or uh, Brandon Bolden for new England because James white is now out for the year. So one of these guys are going to step up as the pass catching back in new England. I don't know which one I'm not going to recommend one. Cause I didn't put in for either one. I don't know which one it's going to be next week on the show. We'll say everybody needs to get that guy because we'll know, but I, I'd be lying if I said I had any clue. One and of I these probably, guys, I probably will not tell you to do that because I don't trust anything that happened in the backfield in new England. See, if you're in full point PPR, it's always good to own the pass catching back who's been James white, but again, he's out for the year now. So uh, it's going to be Jay Taylor or uh, JJ Taylor or Brandon Bolton. 
I don't know which one that's going to, that is going to be, but those are both guys keep your eye on. And then also if you have space and you're like, okay, I'm weak at running back. I committed everything on Christian McCaffrey and I've just been kind of like sliding up my my running back two spot and playing a wide receiver in my flex. And now I have no running backs play to the edge of other running backs, star running backs getting hurt. Like, uh, like getting an Alexander Madison on your bench or a Roundtree from uh, Larry Roundtree the third from the Chargers. Because if Eckler goes out, he's getting he's getting all the work. Um, things like that. Uh, Samaji Pirine. If Joe Mixon goes out, Samaji Pirine has to get the work. He, he's the only guy there. Gio Bernard's not there anymore. Start to have that sort of mentality because eventually these guys are going to go out. Um, Latavius Murray is not doing what I thought he was going to be doing. I don't know what the Baltimore backfield is, is it's doing. It's been one week. It's no. been one week. He, he's been there all three weeks. He's yeah, played all you, three games. You, you, but you, you, you started talking about him last week. No, we talked about him. He no, played stop. week one. You start, right, right. I got you. But you started, you started talking about him heavy last week. Are we talking about on the podcast? Sure, because we didn't do a podcast after week one. We waited two weeks to do the first episode. But between you and I, I've been saying Latavius Murray is sure. going to be the guy, and he he's not doing what I anticipated. Um, just know, if you've got space, Devontae Freeman is also on that roster now. So there, there are other guys if you need running back help. All right, enough on the running backs. James, who else, waiver wire-wise, should you be, should you be watching? Um, so I like, honestly, Kirk Cousins available in a couple of my leagues. Uh, I mean, hey, hey, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're, if you're starting Tannehill or something right now and his, his two, his two uh, big receivers are down, that might be a good swap. And, uh, dude, I like, I like an Ohio quarterback right now. This week, I like an Ohio quarterback, even with T. Higgins out. I like Joey Burrow, dude. And he's available in a lot of leagues. So, again, if you have one of those C-tier quarterbacks and you can play the quarterback um, carousel, because I do that with defenses, um, and I've done it with uh, uh, quarterbacks too, uh, just drop an ad, quarterbacks week to week, just based on matchups. And I've won leagues doing that. So, um, look I, at I, Joey. I, have too. Yeah. I think Joey, I think Joey – goes off in prime time. I just think Joey goes off in prime time. And I think his boy Chase gets gets big numbers this week. Um, and dude, and on that team, and I think their defense does very well this week. And I think on that team, I got to eat some more crow because Joey Mixon is a top five back right now. Where's he at, number two? Um, uh, I'll tell you right now, but yes, I didn't. I'm not a Joe Mixon fan. Oh, he's hey, number five. In full point PPR, he's number 15. But he's recently no, – Where's he in rushing yards? In rushing yards. Okay. It was week one he went off. Week two, he only had seven points. Week ten, three, he had ten. Um, so, I mean, I'm not um, I'm not a big – I'm not a big Mixon fan, but um, I yeah, think I that either. offense does well this week. I think their defense does well this week, and I'm, and I'm buying Joey Burrow. And, and probably most of your league. In, in standard um, scoring, uh, Joe Mixon is number 11. So, he's a uh, running back one. But yeah, when, when, so when James was alluding to streaming, I've done the same in one leagues. I've streamed quarterbacks, I've streamed tight ends, I've streamed kickers, and I've streamed defenses. And I 
always stream defenses. Uh, the the bet it's it's not a tif- difficult thing to do by week three, which is where we're at right now. You know who the crappy teams are. You know, hey, this team gives up points to tight ends. They can't seem to stop a tight end. So that that tight end who's tight end twenty six right now, he's probably gonna get a touchdown this week. So I'm gonna play him. And typically, when you do that, that guy gets a touchdown that week because that team sucks at guarding tight ends. Same with hey. I'm going to place the, the defense going against the Jets. I'm going to play the defense going against the Jaguars, I'm going to, which I am playing. They say, don't always play defenses on Thursday nights. I'm not a huge believer in that. That's, that's more of a Brandon thing. Uh, I'm not, I think if the team playing on Thursday night sucks, but you can play the defense going against them. So I'm playing Bengals defense in multiple leagues this week. All day. Oh, you're playing them this week. Yeah, yeah I'm playing them. I picked up Bengals defense in two of my four leagues. I would. Yeah, I so against the Jaguars, absolutely. I, I think it's a great move. Uh, same with kickers. I personally try to get – I usually have like a top five or six kickers I like. Maybe it's a top four, but there are top – like a few guys that I like. I try to get them. When I can't get them, then I stream. One of my, one of my four leagues, I was able to get the top guy, Justin Tucker. And in our main league, I have Justin Tucker. And then my other three, I have Greg Zerline, Legatron. So I I try to do that, but I'm not mad. I used to always stream kickers. It's kind of a guessing game, but you know if teams, a kicker seem to be scoring a lot of points against this guy, there's nothing wrong with streaming when the options are out there. Yeah, based on based on what he just said, the, the takeaway is matchups. That's what right. it is, right. um, matchups. So um, and, and even with a kicker, even with a kicker, a team that has – you know, that, that, that typically will get in the end zone, but they're playing against the number one defense in the league. They're still going to score some points. You'll probably get a couple 4.5-point field goals out of it. So your kicker scores 10 or more points. That's a good week for your kicker. Uh, yeah. My kicker in most of my leagues last week was the Browns kicker, and I started the Browns defense with them. I do that whenever I can. I like that if the matchup is right. And uh, <laughs> that's why I won in two of my leagues because – 18 and 19 points uh, with both of them. So 37 points in your with your kicker and your defense. Pretty damn good week, man. All right, so let me talk about wide receivers real quick, and then we'll touch on trade options, and we'll wrap it up here. Uh, waiver wire, waiver yeah. wire um, options. Yeah, waiver wire, wide receiver options. One guy I want to point out had his first 100-yard receiving game in uh, I don't know how many years, but A.J. Green. AJ Green in the last two weeks, in week two, put up 13 points in PPR. Week three, put up 16 points in PPR. And he's still available in the majority of ESPN leagues. Not a bad streaming option if you need a wide receiver. Uh, Marquez Callaway, I think if you have him, you could drop him at this point. He had a good week three, but he's not what we thought he was going to be. At least doesn't appear to be. If you need wide receiver help, guys that are available... Uh, AJ Green, Zach Pascal. I think Zach Pascal is still going to be the wide receiver one. And uh, I give you a, a poor offense, but he's the wide receiver one until T.Y. Hilton gets back. And I, there, there are other guys you, you could be reaching a little bit, but Van Jefferson always has a chance in that explosive Rams offense. And Gage, if Gage is healthy, I see him on a lot of waiver wires, the wide receiver two behind Calvin Ridley in Atlanta. Calvin Ridley's been. Uh, also another disappointment so far this year, but 
Uh, who else do you like wide receiver wise? That whole offense has been a total disappointment this right. year. I've got Mike Davis, I think, in every one of my leagues, and it's it has not been been good to me. And it, it has not it has not been good to me. Um, oh, man, you know what? Ray Gore in in, in Philly, um, because of hurts. Um, I think he's going to go there. God, man, but AJ Green, dude, I can't stop. Like, dude, it's because Kyler Murray is like my personal 2021 fantasy MVP right now. This kid is on fire. This kid is on fire. I mean, in the leagues that I that I, that I have him in, there are six points, six point touchdowns. Dude, he scored 40 plus a week, dude. I mean, this kid's unbelievable. Um, I, dude, I and I and I hate to say it because he's five foot four, but what are you gonna do? So I think I think hey, you're right. AJ Green, I think I think that's your bet your best pickup off the waiver wire right now if you see him. Okay. Is there anybody else you like you like any matchups you like for this week? Um, you know, I mean, I like uh Tennessee versus the Jets, you know, and again, you know, I just that's hypocritical based on what I said earlier, but I just like their defense against a rookie quarterback. I I, I smell a pick six or two. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so so I'll, I'll give you a couple I'm looking at. Uh, so I like Buffalo and any of their wide receiver options against the Texans this week. Uh, I think I'm going to stream Emmanuel Sanders one league. Uh, he's available. I may stream him as a flex play in full point PPR. It just seems like a nice play. Uh, I like, I obviously, mm, I, I I like Mike Williams, but uh, again, I, and also Justin Herbert against Las Vegas. Seems like the Raiders. When I watching the Raiders give that many points to the Miami Dolphins with the backup quarterback, I am now liking any matchup against the Raiders. Raiders are putting up more points, and they're three and zero. They're putting up more points, but their defense is not there. I uh I, like I agree with James. I like the Bengals options this week against Jacksonville. I don't know. Derrick Henry, of course, but I don't know who else in Tennessee I would play. They're going against the Jets. If there was a week to play Ryan Tannehill, it'd be this week. But who the heck are the other wide receivers in Tennessee? Uh, Ooh, who was number one last week? Who's number one for them? I think his name is Nick Westbrook Ikhine. Because AJ Brown and I think Julio as well are both out. Oh, they have Josh Reynolds though, but he hasn't yeah. played. Reynolds. Reynolds has. and you know what? You know what? Um, Julio is going to play though. Uh, AJ will not play this week. Well, either one of them, I think, finally have a good game against the Jets. So I like that matchup. Uh, it's other than that, there should be some pretty competitive games this week. You know the the. The Browns are going to get to Kirk Cousins. I don't know that I like Kirk Cousins that much this week against the Browns, but Justin Jefferson is going to get free. Uh, if he does release Justin Jefferson, the secondary isn't as good for the Browns as, as the front line. So Justin Jefferson, I think, is still probably a decent play. I'm waiting for when are we going to see a breakout from these Steelers players that are supposed to be, uh, are supposed to be any good between Najee Harris and Clay, uh, Chase Claypool. I don't know when that's going to happen, but oh, 
TJ Hawkinson. I like TJ Hawkinson against the Bears. Uh, I I don't know. If, are there any ones that any other ones that stick out to you? And then trades. What what trades? So you said you're interested in you're interested in trading away Jonathan Taylor this at this point, or are you interested in no, hearing I'm, trades I'm for? Entertaining. I'm in. Hey hey hey. If you're running back heavy, and you want you want to see what's out there, see if you can get a a badass wide receiver one. Pardon my French. Uh, do it. But I'm saying that I would entertain that trade. Um, you know, so look at if you're looking to, if you're looking to pull a trade, look for somebody who's loaded at a position that you need. Yeah, I I agree. So somebody I wouldn't mind selling high on right now, if I have them, is Chris Carson, and it's because I don't personally believe that Chris Carson stays healthy throughout a season, and he's been been doing really well. So I wouldn't mind selling high on Chris Carson. Test the market, see if you can get something even better, especially if you're running back heavy. Another one, I wouldn't mind trying to get rid of Saquon, but that's just because he's already shown he's going to get hurt. Uh, a guy to I would buy right now is Jamar Chase. I wouldn't mind trading for Jamar Chase. I, I liked him preseason all the way until I actually watched him in the preseason. And then that comment came out where he said the NFL ball is tougher to catch. When he said that, I said, oh, no, I want no part of that. I think he might have been joking. Yeah, but with T. Higgins uh, laboring and now out for two weeks in a row, basically, um, he's going to be, he's the one. You know what I mean? You got Tyler Boyd. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm saying I would buy. I would buy Jamar Chase. I, it was seeing him drop all the balls in preseason and then him saying that, I, he scared me away. But at this point, I would buy him. Uh, who did and, you drop? Who did you drop for um, for Green and Ches League? You literally just did that at ten thirty eight. Yeah, I, 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 th- I had an extra roster spot. Well, I, I dropped, I dropped somebody earlier in the day. Oh, I dropped Zach Pascal because I, it was I think about Zach Pascal, but I'd rather have AJ Green because he's coming around. Another guy to buy low on right now is George Kittle. George Kittle is going to come around. He's going to finish as a top at least seven tight end. Uh, and some owners and, and some owners are getting frustrated with his production. So you could uh, you could probably buy low there. You could probably buy low. But now a guy I would trade away though, and because the name we're still only three weeks in, going coming into the fourth week tomorrow, the name of Kyle Pitts is still there. People are still saying the name, but man. That guy and that offense are not putting up numbers. I would try to test the market, see if you can get something better for Kyle Pitts. Uh, dude, I wouldn't have drafted him. I told you guys that. I told you he was hey, a bust. I, I, I told you. I had him as my number six tight end, and man, I had him way too high there. I luckily, and the one consistency I have in every single one of all four of my leagues is TJ Hawkinson. So I was lucky enough to get him in all four. I think I got him in the sixth round in every single league too, which is great. Um, Another guy to buy low on, people still are low on David Montgomery. I, I don't I don't know why, but if you can buy low on da- people, I know you and I are not. I, I, I see that. But people, a lot of people, many people, and somebody in one of these leagues that you're in, that somebody's listening to, they're low on Dave Montgomery. Throw a trade out there, test the market, see if you can get him because the name isn't, isn't 
still uh, marquee. So see if you can get that. Also, Joe Mixon has proven to be that guy. Yeah, people like maybe maybe he fell to to James or I, and we're not Joe Mixon fans. But he's putting up those numbers. Don't be afraid to buy low on him. A wide receiver to buy low on? Corey Davis. Corey Davis, despite how poorly the Jets are, a good flex play. So don't give up too much. But he's a good flex play in full-point PPR. Another one I would buy low on right now because he has not broken out. Like All the talk is about Cooper Cup. Robert Woods is still a very viable wide receiver yeah, too to play. He will, have, he will have those games that Cooper had last games week. Games plural. That's right. Games plural. So if you can buy low Robert Woods right now, that's not a bad play. You, you have any more, any more uh, trade ideas? No, no. Um, I uh, I think. Well, I I, I like a Kareem Hunt. Um, I like I like seeing what, what somebody will, will take for Kareem Hunt, because I'll be honest with you, man, either one of those two Browns running backs are a start. Week to week, they are a start. It just is what it is. And I think Kareem Hunt, based on where he went in the draft, he might have somebody where he's he might be their flex, you know? And if and, and that person's probably short on receivers. So if you got if you're heavy on receivers, take a look, Smitty. <laughs> Especially if you're in a full point PPR league, then Kareem Hunt is a great play uh, as wide receiver two or flex because it, it, that uh, that offense is really clicking. All right, that's a. Uh, I think that's all we got for this week, J- James. You got you got any last minute little tidbits for him? No, man. Just uh, go Cleveland, and I'm really loving the Cardinals' offense. Just saying. All right, I, I'm gonna throw this out there. I don't believe that Tyler Lockett keeps up the pace. I, I think somebody else to sell high on is Tyler Lockett, but I never in believe closing, in him. In closing, let's in clo- continue the podcast for another 27 minutes. In, clo- uh, in closing, I say sell sell high on Tyler Lockett because you could probably get something really high for him. Or buy low on DK Metcalf. Buy low on DK Metcalf. Great advice as well. I, I concur on both those points. All right. Good luck this week. I think I think I might need it after after a rough rough go at it last week um i think i played i played the lavender brothers this week i think i played brandon in one league i play his brother in the other nice. <laughs> yeah that's why you didn't want to be that's why you didn't want to be on the podcast today yeah i'm hoping and, 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 hey, since you're in since you're in closing i'm going to throw this one out there as bad as the steelers offense is um i i i do believe that claypool is still a start He's still yes. a starting. Is it any BPR league you're in? Half point, full point. He's going to put up the points that he's projected to put up. Why? Because they don't really got anybody else. Yeah, uh, Dante's hurt. I think Juju's hurt. And buy low on Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I mean, if you start the season today, I bet Najee finishes as a running back one. I, I the the talent and the opportunity are there, and that's that's all you can ask for. So, and by the oh. but yeah, but yeah, screw the Steelers. They suck. I love that they suck. But those, Ben Roethlisberger's his prime was a good 17 years ago. Somebody said on Get Up on Monday morning, he can't throw the ball 20 yards down the field. We should close on that. Hit the waiver wire. Hit the waiver wire. Ben Roethlisberger also rate people. Nobody talks about that, but we'll talk about it. All right. Good luck this week. It's been the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. See you later. Peace. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah.